Hola, mi gente. This is brought to you by Faith Strong. Faith Strong is a faith-based apparel line. So when you purchase from Faith Strong, it helps us stay online. So go to www.faithstrong413.com to purchase your apparel. What's up, everybody? We're back on, and we have a close friend of mine, a man that's been in my life in the good and the bad. I, I, can, say, I can actually say that. I can actually say you that. Can. You can. Yeah, I can. You can. I can. Uh, he is a comedian. He is a host of many things. If you need this guy on a panel, he will show up, and he will he will take care of that panel. He's a comedian. He's a singer. He's a writer. And I totally forgot this, man. I forgot to bring my book. I bought your book. Oh, you did? I did. I forgot to bring <laughs> oh my, my book because I wanted you to sign it. I do have a He book. is an author. He that. is also an author. <laughs> I about mira, that. He wow. is in a, a band called La Obra. La Obra. It's a... Uh, it's, it's experimental. That's what we call it. Okay. It's experimental. Okay. No, um, it is bachata. Technically, it started off in the bachata mm -hmm. movement mm -hmm. of uh, the early 2010s, if you will. Mm -hmm. And we are... 13, 14 years old now, man. Damn. Wow. Okay, let me go back to this. He is a father. He is a husband. I am a father and a husband. Hi, honey. People in Chicagoland area, <laughs> like I believe New York and other places, maybe Florida, also know this man for his voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. He's, I've done a lot of voiceover acting. He's done, he's done some TV as well. I man. I feel old now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out the list. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Matthew Lyon Montavo. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome, 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 welcome. We're so man. happy to have you here. You're I'm such good vibes. I'm happy to be here. Just seeing just young talent in front of me like this makes me, it's bringing my gray hairs black again. <laughs> <laughs> he made me feel good. He said young talent. Thank you. Thank you. Gracias. Gracias. <laughs> Yo, so we got some icebreakers. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same icebreakers that we gave the, the older person, Jesse Fuentes. Jesse, what's up, Jesse? I believe, I believe we all come from that area, that time. Yeah, man. So, so for just some extra ones. So, tacos or burritos? Tacos all day long. Tacos all day long. Okay, I, I could deal with that. Mm -hmm. uh, white rice or yellow rice? Mm, this is good. This is a good one. I'm going to have to go. Wait, you said yellow rice. I'm sorry, yellow rice is... Uh, Arroz con candules type yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yellow rice could be Mexican rice, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with Mexican yeah. rice. So what do we call Puerto Rican rice? Yellow rice. Arroz con candules. Yeah, but, no. but we, you know, I don't think yellow rice, because, mm -hmm. for example, and uh -huh. this is just my experience, okay. when, um, when, when Mexicans usually get introduced to a Puerto Rican, the first thing they say is what? How do you make arroz con candules? Thank you. Why is that yeah. true? Why is that true? I don't know. All it is the true. Time. I don't all know. Time. I don't know why. They, oh, my God, you're Puerto Rican? Oh, yeah. my God. All the time. It's like, it's like saying, oh, my God, you're Puerto Rican? Yeah. Daddy Yankee. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what it feels J -Lo, like. J-Lo, J-Lo. J-Lo, oh, my gosh. So, yeah. so when I think arroz amarillo, I think Mexican rice. Okay. Absolutely. But uh, if I had to choose, I'd probably say white rice because okay. you can eat it with way more things, including sushi. Ooh. Yeah. Lasagna. Wait, like what? White rice with lasagna. Oh, oh I thought you meant like in the lasagna. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh -huh. 
<laughs> Jesse, Jesse Fuentes says she likes it white as well. Yeah. Because you could make it saucy with the beans. When the, oh, that's that's ah, a good point. Yeah, yeah. without well, me you got it. Mm. Well, she made me hungry that day, and I'm not even no carbs, <laughs> and I wanted to eat carbs. <laughs> Tom or Jerry? Oh, you know, that's a good one. That's a very good question. I gotta say, Tom. Wait, like Tom. I always go for the underdog because even though he has the more strength, everybody knows that Tom's gonna get his butt kicked. He's gonna get. He's gonna. He's gonna get one. He's gonna get it. Jerry's gonna beat him. At the very end, he's gonna get him. At the very end, that's going to be the last episode. Tom meets Jerry. (laughs) Right, right. So we got Nikes or Adidas. Oh, man. Uh, I'm wearing Adidas, which is funny. Uh, But I'm going to go with Nike. Yeah, I'm this Nike kid from way back when. Air Force One. A clean set of Air Force Ones. That's how you can tell. Like, I don't know about y'all, but like when I see somebody with some dirty Air Force Ones, immediately judged. Judged. (laughs) But you see some some, some slick Air Force Ones. Yeah, yeah. So, bachata or salsa? Salsa all day long. Bachata to me was fun for a little bit. Mm. It allows you to get next and close to someone while you're dancing, mm. respectfully, of course, because we woke. Um, <laughs> but salsa is in the blood. You know, it's a part of our our, yeah. our, our character, our, whole, our culture and heritage. So, salsa, awesome. salsa. Biggie or Tupac? Biggie, I cannot stand Tupac. I said it, I said it, I said it. I'm going to die on this hill. Uh-oh. I'm down that hill. I'm Biggie all day long. I feel like I, if you go out to a nightclub uh, or, or like just a place where they've been playing a lot of music, you're not going to hear many Tupac songs. Hmm. But you will hear a couple Biggie songs. You, you will hear, it's all a dream. Yeah. You know, <laughs> boom, Yeah, but I can't, I don't know why. I Whenever Tupac says the word penitentiary, it bothers me. It's a penitentiary. Always <laughs> penitentiary. If it's any, the second day I hear that, it just makes, makes my, my booty itch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jay-Z or Nas? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I would say Jay-Z for longevity, but I just love Nas' soul. You know, he's an old soul, mm-hmm. and he's still uh, still on the block, you know, and, and he eat their Jay-Z. Uh, I guess I, I guess Jay Z out in the open, but low key Nas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. So you said salsa, but I want to switch it up a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Salsa or merengue? Oh, damn it! I knew it was coming. Mm. Okay. This is a hard question for me because merengue. I, I I look to merengue like I do disco music. Okay, mm. when I remember being a kid and my mom waking me up to the Bee Gees, remember the Bee Gees? Bee Gees right? You can tell by the way I move oh, my walk, I'm a woman's man, right? Or like Gloria Gaynor, you know, uh, uh, stuff like that. And you know, as you guys know, the story of disco it just fizzled out. Yeah. And merengue has a, a similar trajectory. You know, merengue comes from that dance, that party scene, that the African tribal percussion. Mm-hmm. You know, and I started off my music career with merengue. Um, but so a lot of people see merengue, they think uh, el bipel, el bipel, el culiquita cati. That's what they think yeah. merengue is. That's what the world sees merengue as. But merengue is so multifaceted right now. What the Dominicans are doing with it, yeah. what the world is doing with it, what house music and uh, EDM scene is doing with merengue. So I think deep down inside, I'm a merenguero like at heart. You know, Juan wow. Luis Guerra, old school. So wow. Wow. Yeah, no. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You're getting me emotional here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one of my favorite genres, yeah. jazz or Latin jazz? Oh, Latin jazz all day long, yes. um, only because, you know, we, we Latinos, man. We got we need that little percussion. You know what's funny? I've performed, uh, not a lot of people know this, but mm-hmm. I've performed in the, in the live Latin music scene here in Chicago since I was 16. 
that's a good 24 years professionally, mm -hmm. right? And every single time we perform with other musicians, they, it's always the same. The second they see Latin percussion, the timbalero, they see the conguero, the bongocero, the, uh, the guidero, they see the Latin percussion, because that's not very common in, 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 in music, you know, live, in live bands. They immediately, they just stand there in awe, thinking of how the heck is all this banging on something gonna sound good? And then, you know, the Latin percussion comes in, you know, it just, it works, it works, man. See, that's why I love jazz. Latin jazz, <laughs> Latin, Latin jazz, jazz. Yeah, Latin, yeah. I love jazz too, but Latin jazz is my, my thing. Matthew, favorite food? Ooh, uh, yes. <laughs> Yo, okay, all right. So that's a great question because okay, you're hungry. You're hungry, hungry, right? What is it? Like you can have anything right now. And I would I would say my go-to that I can eat anytime, all the time. It used to be pizza, but mm -hmm. you know, it changed the tacos, man. We in Chicago, tacos, baby. Chicago yeah. got them things. Is there a place where you like to get your tacos? I mean, we have so yes. many restaurants. I mean, so many taco joints. What taco spot do you recommend? Man, see, I, I always say what my favorite is, but I, I hold it with a grain of salt because I'm a north side. Right. Southside Mexicans know where the good spots are because right. those are the places that you walk in and your feet mm -hmm. stick to the ground. Those are, <laughs> <laughs> those are the good joints. Yeah. But <clears throat> the north side is very limited to what we have and our tacos are way more expensive. Yeah. So you, if, if you tell somebody from the south side, oh, you got to go get your tacos there, the first thing they say is how much are the tacos? Yeah. And you say four or five dollars, they're gonna look at you like you just per taco. You just killed their cat or yeah. something like yeah. that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I had to choose, actually a place down the block from here, Meson. Hey, Meson. Oh, I was gonna say that. Meson I was gonna is say the that. Joy. Yes. That's good. La Pasadita used to oh, be yeah. good on Division yeah. Street. Yeah. Um, and I just find it interesting, man. Like mm -hmm. I remember back in the day, you used to go 24/7. You could find yeah. a good taco joint. Not so, so much anymore. So what happened to Juan Titans? Juan Titans got a good burrito, man. Mm -hmm. They got a good burrito. That's how you know you're a hood when you know yeah. like the one Wanting thing that's Dunn. good at that one spot. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Hey, over here they got the good Coca-Cola because it's crispy, yeah. like you know. Juan Titans is the spot that everybody goes to after clubbing, and they're mm -hmm. you know they're, they're trying to get that food in them. It's a big burrito, this oh. big. Oh mm -hmm. my god. Like a little. Baby, baby bundle yeah. of baby or something. Yeah. Of carne asada. Yeah. Uh, baby carne asada. That's funny. <laughs> uh, favorite TV show when you were a kid and a favorite show now. What? Okay. Mm -hmm. I remember distinctly Saturday morning, 10 o'clock in the morning, hearing that X-Men, the animated series. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. X-Men, for some reason, I was a big comic book nerd when I was a kid, mm -hmm. so... X-Men and all those TV shows, Teenage mm -hmm. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many times I said Kawabunga when I was a kid. Yo. I didn't even know what it meant. Yeah. Uh, favorite TV show now, I, I, matter of fact, I just passed by today uh, trying to convince my dad that it was a good show. Uh, Breaking Bad. Yes. Breaking Bad yes. to me is like the greatest show of all time. Yeah. I love Brian Cranston. He's a great actor. Um, and yeah, it's one of my favorite shows. I can watch that thing. Yeah, great, great show. So let's see. Famous person you would like to meet dead or alive? A uh, famous person. Um, I will always wanted to see Bar meet Barack Obama. Okay. I, just wow, wanted, that's I, awesome. I think he is so smooth with it, yeah, so intellectual I agree. with it. I agree. Um, I think that the presidency is a place where you have to placate a lot. You have to make a lot of people happy from mm. the left and the right. Mm -hmm. So to see how good Barack was able to navigate with both, mm -hmm. how he just like had this little look about him, you know, he's just real chill. Mm -hmm. just, is so calm and confident. I'm yeah. like, man, Barack's that guy, man. I would love to talk to Barack. Awesome, awesome. Favorite all-time movie? Uh, this is a dumb one, but I believe that 
um, the good movies are the ones that you can watch a million times, no matter what, right? And I hate watching movie twice. So my favorite movie of all time is The Predator. <laughs> I don't know the why. Pre- I love yeah. The Predator. I don't the know Predator. why. I don't know why. Part I, one, two, three, part five, one, ten. Which one? Part one. Okay, I don't know okay. why. Every time I see The Predator, I gotta watch yeah. it. It's it's a cross between The Predator and Forrest Gump. I love Forrest I love Gump. Forrest yeah. Gump. I, love, I love Forrest Gump. Yeah, I always stop on Forrest Gump for his plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then like I, I would say that was my top three. Predator, Forrest Gump, and uh, 300 for some reason. <laughs> 300 with a... Spartan! Yes. Well, that's three. Yeah, that is three. Uh, I meant Gladiator. Oh, Gladiator. Oh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant Gladiator. My bad. So, PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. I'm a Sony guy, yeah. Yeah, I'm a PlayStation. All day. All day. All day. Jay, you play PlayStation? No. I don't play no <laughs> games. Like, you play no games? No, I don't play no games. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I don't not, play no I, games. I mean, the last game, uh, a gaming uh, system, man, I'm I'm just gonna tell my age. You know, was, it, 2600? was, was it twenty six hundred? Was it twenty six hundred? Super Nintendo, man. Dang. Super Nintendo. I can tell you don't play any That's games because how white your sweater is. Yeah. That is a and a hat. My hat will be like fingerprints on it already. Oh and, man, uh, I have from Cheetos wore, and all that. I have it it. I just brought it here to show support to Puerto Rico. You know, because of the festivals. Yeah, that's a nice hat. That's a nice hat. Keep it nice. So, so no, no games. LD. No, I don't play no video games. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no games. No. Nope. I had an Xbox no. when I was little, but that was a long time yeah. ago. I don't remember. So your your <laughs> oldest your oldest console. What was it? Anyone on the table? Your I think it's console. Super Nintendo, man. Really, your oldest console? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Milo twenty six hundred. Damn. Wow. Yeah. That's yes, way back. I'm old. <laughs> And you're the youngest one on the table. I am the youngest one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question. See? What was your milkman's name? Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you know the guy who came around with the carton of milk? <laughs> the Galatine? He said, Bob. Awesome. awesome. That was a good one. So, man, what are you doing these days, Matthew? What What is Matthew working on these days as far as, far as acting, as far as uh, yeah, your yeah. band La Obra? Uh, yeah. Find your family. Let's start with your family, man. Family's good. I have a teenager. He's 13. So, and he's he's, he's 13ing a lot right now. He's really 13ing a lot. I come from a family where my father was a Marine mm. and, and a black belt mm. and a farmer. Mm. So, from the island. So, then he moved to Yonkers, New York. So, he grew up in the project. Man, let's wow. just say my dad was tough, you know, to keep me out of his way. So, you know. Uh, a son is a is a mirror, usually a mirror of their father, or the exact opposite, a mirror or a black mirror of their mm-hmm. father. So, you know, trying to instill those dis- that that discipline on a son, growing up in Chicago, you know, I also was an investigator on my on my day t- uh, day job uh, a lot of years back oh, wow. uh, for DCFS. So, seeing what the streets can do to your mm-hmm. kids was mm-hmm. big for me, and trying to mold him into a little gentle, a little distinguished gentleman. Mm-hmm. And I always, you know, I was always that one to quickly give people advice about their kids. But then, you know, when I try to have to take my own advice from my kid, that's when you realize, man, I was messing everybody up. I just, <laughs> this was all bad advice. <laughs> I have a 13-year-old who's 13, and he's about six inches taller than me. He's a size 13 shoe. He's already that wow. big. Wow. And he's 13 years old. So when he was about seven, eight, nine, when he was about a foot shorter than me, I made sure I beat the pants off of him <laughs> in basketball. Oh, I beat him by that 30, and I never played him again. <laughs> I'll be like, so, I, so now he could dunk on me right now. Yeah, I'll just oh, tell you that right now. He could dunk course. on me if he wanted to. So now I'm just like, Bobby, I don't want to play. You remember yeah. the last time we played together? You yeah. lost by what, 30? Nah, I don't want to play. <laughs> he wants that run back, man. Yeah, exactly. Dad, dad's not going like, to give it to him. Yeah, he's like shaking. He's like, come yeah. on, Dad, let's play. Yeah. I'll give you 
nine point lead. We'll go to ten. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a husband. I'm, I've been married uh, to uh, my uh, my wife now for about. Uh, we've been together for ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh, married half of that. Because, you know, as Puerto Ricans, we got to be sure. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's that, that's very true. That's very true. Sometimes we do something backwards. Yeah. yeah. So your son's name was what? Josiah. And your wife's name? Isabel. Isabel. Okay. Yeah. So how long have you been married? Wait, well, what's up? <laughs> wait, you, wait a minute. You're, wait a minute. You're, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on, bro. For the people out there. Who are you there, working for? For the people <laughs> out there. What's going on here, man? Let me talk to this camera. <laughs> yeah. For the people out there that needed to know that, <laughs> exactly. do not be in his DMs, please. Yeah, I know. Get out those DMs. I'm going to have somebody like, there was a credit inquiry on your account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, how, you, how long have you been married, you said? Oh, t- <laughs> probably Isabella's five, watching. Five or six years, probably. Five or six, five or six years. You're not yeah. sure? I mean, you know, there's so much love that you can't even concentrate sometimes. <laughs> so much love that you can't concentrate on the exact date. Good <laughs> answer. Good has answer. Your, has your wife always been supportive? Does she tell you, man, Matthew, you got to relax a little bit right here? Man, that's a great question. Um, and I think I think this is just like any other relationship. At first, you get you want to be supportive of those of those trials and tribulations of of, a, of an entertainer. Right, and they, of course you're gonna have different people. You have the people that have, from day one to, to the last day, have been there supporting, acting as manager, even or their their greatest groupie. But then you also have those uh, partners who are just tired. They're getting pulled from every different direction, from people getting in their business to people always, you know, asking those questions like, "Oh my God, how can you date a musician? Oh my God, how can you date an actor? He's gone again. You know, he's missing this holiday and that birthday again. You know." Um, and I know it's difficult for her. It's difficult for her to, you know, keep keep me on her back as far as you know, um, being there and being, uh, you know, equal energy. Right, because right. I I suck a lot of energy yeah. out of her yeah. when it comes to being an entertainer. A lot of us, we need that attention, if, and and a lot of it comes from the home front. You know, if yeah. if especially entrepreneurs too. Yeah. Entrepreneurs too. We, there's a sense of us that we need to be greater, bigger, and 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 stronger even than our peers. And we want our spouses and our partners to be uh, proud of us yeah. and, supportive and supportive and, yeah. yep, and, and be at that same energy yeah. level. Yeah. But if we're not getting that energy from home, oh my gosh, it's so depleting. It's depleting. So she's been a trooper. She's been a trooper. That's she's been, she's been uh, you know, she started off going to all the shows and, you know, oh yeah, you got to go. That's no problem. And now she's just like, just let me know when you come home, bring me Starbucks. You know? <laughs> 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 and then she texts me the order and it's like something I never heard of before. Yeah. <laughs> so how's, how's La Obra? How's the guys? Uh, the guys are good. Um, and the girls, I forget. The guys and girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're good, man. Um, we, we're, we're still performing. You know, we had to shift. We have to pivot because of uh, COVID. So we were doing bachata for a long time, and mm-hmm. we just got tired of doing bachata, to be honest with you. Uh, we just, so we started experimenting, you know, different sounds, Brazilian, um, Central American, you know, different percussion, uh, different type of rhythms. Uh, so we've been performing everywhere. Mm-hmm. We're doing a lot of openings and now. I'm gonna be honest with you, we slowed down a lot mm-hmm. after COVID. So mm-hmm. we pivoted and we started doing a tribute to Selena. Ooh, so we call nice. that now we call La Obra de Selena. Um, nice. And then we do, you know, uh, our songs mixed in with, you know, yeah. <laughs> anything for La Selena's, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so we're doing that now and we have no ego in our band, you know. So from La Obra, me being the front guy and mm-hmm. my, my girl uh, Graciela, Shout out to Graciela, um, being our backup singer, and then mm-hmm. we switched it. Boom, we row reversed. Now I'm the background uh, singer, and she's oh. up in the front on those shows, you know. So we switch off pretty well. It's 
you try not to have any ego. You got we're all trying to get this piece of the pie. So let me ask you a question. How yeah. was it performing in Las Vegas? Las how was Vegas. yes? How was that performance? I don't remember a lot of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I took a look. It was like what ten years ago or something. Yeah, no, no, but, no. Uh, that, yeah, that's the reason yeah, why. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, reason that, why. Yeah. No, uh, Vegas was great because uh -huh. I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm I'm crapping on my city, but I have I have a se sensitive, uh, I guess I don't know, uh, side for for the way the city is treating musicians here. Yeah. Um, Love my city, love what mm -hmm. we've done with hip hop, mm -hmm. gospel music, jazz mm -hmm. music. But when it comes to tropical, Caribbean, and um, urban Latin music, mm -hmm. our city has been a little tough with getting. There's some guys now that are finally getting off their feet. Mm -hmm. Algadi is one, he's doing a great job. Uh, but we're good. I don't want to sound like a big old hater. We're good enough to open up for all the big names. Right. But not, but the promoters and the uh, the event specialists and the marketing agencies, right. they're not going to say, hey, these are our guys from Chicago. Let's put them right. somewhere. Right, right. So we had to go and get those shows ourselves. So that's why I don't like talking about that much because okay. I'm a strong believer in don't talk about it. Just do it. Just do it. You, you right. can't make it, find it. You right. know, don't be that dude that's in the yeah. back saying, oh, yeah. no one help me. Yeah. You blow me up. Yeah. Take me with you. No. So Vegas, uh, we found on our own because they were doing a lot of Latin nights live at a mm -hmm. really nice venue. Mm -hmm. And we were doing some big things at that time. So they brought us over there. They treated us so well, man. Really? They put us up in a beautiful suite. Um, you know, everything was, you know, the way they, they, they you want to get treated when you're an artist. Right, you know, they, right. You, know, hey, you want to feel appreciated. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, like, and that's what you're saying. Chicago don't show the same appreciation to their artists. Uh, oftentimes, is that, is we do, that, oftentimes we do find that. You know, they we find we see that once you've gotten to a certain mm -hmm, level. Mm -hmm. But I strongly believe that the industry has created that. I don't think it's necessarily just Chicago. Okay. I think the, the industry created a place where, all right. You have to go out. Yeah, we, we can no longer mm -hmm. fund you. You know, like back in the day, back in Motown times, you, right. you sit on a corner, you sing enough, yes. someone's going to find you. Yep. But now they're like, before they even hear you, mm -hmm. how many followers you got? How many uh, likes do you have? Yeah, yeah. They don't care about the music. They're like, no, no, how many how many people will you, you know, mm -hmm. fill into a location? Can you fit 100 people here? That's the right. first thing they ask you. They don't care about the music. Can you fill That's in the seats? Can you bring them money? Mm -hmm. And I think the industry just changed to that. Right. You know? So Matthew, I know that you're an actor, mm -hmm. songwriter. Mm -hmm. What else did I miss? Oh, he had it. I was like, comedy. Was like comedy. I do. The, I've done comedy stuff. Content uh, creator. Content yeah. creator. Okay. I, 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 I yes. dabbled in that. It's uh -huh. tough. What it are you is talking tough. about? It was one of your first things you did. That you know was, yeah, was the stuff in Chicago. I can't say the word. That's true. The yeah. stuff in Chicago. Chicago said. How did Chicago? People in Chicago say your first video. Oh, uh, stuff Chicago and say. Yeah, 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 stuff. Let's say stuff. stuff. Yes, let's say stuff. <laughs> Pero, yeah. también you are a firearm instructor, right? <laughs> yeah. That's something that you guys I didn't am. mention. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. I am a firearms instructor. Uh, the short story to the long story is to make a to make a long story short to make a short story long. Um, when COVID occurred, two things happened to our society. Mm -hmm. Everybody's booty hole started leaking. Because you couldn't find toilet paper anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody started buying guns. And that was scary to me. What does that imply? Because let's be honest about it. You buy a hammer mm -hmm. to hammer nails. Mm -hmm. You know, you buy a drill to screw in screws. Mm -hmm. You buy a gun to do what? Right? Protect to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's it. You don't buy a gun for anything else but that. So going to the actual shops, you see lines and lines and police barricades at the gun stores. You couldn't find any ammo. Ammo went from like $3 a box to like $60, $50 a box. Wow. Yep. Wow. And it was insane. So when I looked out there 
and I know this might sound polarizing to a lot of people, mm -hmm. but when I looked out there, I looked back and looked forth on both sides of the line, I saw, I didn't see anybody that looked like me. Mm -hmm. And then when I got into the store, I didn't see anybody that worked in the store that looked like me. So I said, I would like to have my people, people of the uh, melanin persuasion, um, uh, black and brown people to have, uh, to be taught by someone who has similar experiences. Mm -hmm. That's what, mm -hmm. you know, because in my experience, it was always one-sided. It's always mm -hmm. one-sided, you know? Oh, you know Biden, you know Obama, mm -hmm. you know Clinton, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so I tried to, um, I tried to just say something like, I guess ha have the stance of, I'm gonna do this and I just want to teach people how to be safe with firearms. That's it. I don't have any agenda. You know, I don't, right. because right. I like firearms, I, I, I gotta hate this thing mm -hmm. or that idea mm -hmm. or this philosophy. No, I just, want, I just want to protect my family, man. Cause the yeah. bad guys got them. Yeah. That's it. But no matter how you feel about firearms, whether you oh, like them or dislike them. You're absolutely right. Just to touch on what you were saying, yeah. I was one of those guys. I never had a firearm in my life. Yeah. So when COVID hit, I was like, holy, you know, what's going to happen here? Is somebody going to try to break into my house? Yes. I got to protect my mom, you know, my family, just have something. And I just went OC. I bought a rifle. I bought this. I just went Rambo. I, you yeah. know, I was I was gonna buy the knife and everything with the compass. I was like, I was turning off the lights. I was, bro, I, I was turning off the lights. I was doing drills at night because yeah. you just didn't know. You know, Absolutely. you didn't know. You know, you didn't know what purge, what was going on. I mean, yeah, like you man. said, toilet paper. You couldn't even find toilet paper, bro. Bro, coffee was, filters. Coffee That's filter. it. That's gotta get the coffee. <laughs> you didn't know somebody was gonna break into your house just for some toilet oh. paper. So it was, it was, it, it was a period. Was scary. It, it was very scary, and I was one of them. And just like you said, there was nobody that looked like us there. Yeah, there was nobody. Yeah. At all, so. Yeah. But I think that's cool though. Pero también, let's not yeah. forget, because I was, you know, you know, digging in. Doing the deep dive. Yeah, yeah. getting the info. Uh -oh. Now and and there's nobody better to do it than Latina, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're a firearm instructor, but you have a class that's only for women. Right. Can you give us more info about that? Yeah, I call it Babes and Bullets. Um, nice. That's a cool name. You know I love what? it. <laughs> Babes I love and Bullets. I call it, I, I, I just created it because the number one uh, sector of firearm purchasers are women right oh, now. Wow. Actually, African-American women. And uh, so minority women, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. for, for good reason, in my, in my opinion, my humble opinion. Um, so what I've come to find is uh, there's a lot of, how do I say without swearing? Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people that when you take them into a class, they think they know everything about firearms. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that there are a lot of guys who do, mm -hmm. but when I do certain classes, I've seen that people are timid to ask questions when those people are there. Because mm -hmm. somebody says, oh, yeah, this is the way it goes. Oh, yeah, right. this is the way it goes. So then those people who have those really hard questions, mm -hmm. those really uh, those, those really vulnerable questions, they, they tend to stay quiet because homeboy is taking up, or, or this person is taking up too much uh, energy and space. So um, it's a safe space for, uh, for people to come and ask the questions that really matter. I've come to find that a lot of those classes also include people who've been through some stuff. You know, they've been accosted, they've been threatened, they've been uh, maybe even um, like, uh, well, I don't want to get into a dark place, but uh, just bad things have happened to them. So where they they feel like they have to do it, you know, they need it. Mm -hmm. So so sometimes it gets heavy, yeah. but oftentimes it gets, it's, <laughs> women can be very fun as far as like, I you know, bet. all the girls, they start, they start working like, yes, girl, yes, sis, <laughs> let's go, queen, come on, pat, pat, pat. 
you know, no, like, no, 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 I agree with you. So women could become intimidated, definitely, yeah. when you see macho man talking about, oh, I know about this, that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Definitely, and then you can meet some of your girlfriends in there, too. <laughs> well, you know, I love it. I love yeah. the concept. Like, seriously, yeah. when I seen it, I'm like, I got to sign up for your class. Seriously. Yeah, for sure, man. Definitely. Okay. Actually, awesome. actually, me and my wife actually took a class with my brother-in-law. Shouts out to Andy and Sonia. Uh, we took the class with you. Mm. We had so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. And I was one of the guys who were like, yeah, I've carried a gun before. I've mm -hmm. shot a gun before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But... I needed to know a little bit more than just how to pull that trigger. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And he he taught a lot, and we had a good time. Yeah, man. So, I try to make it fun so people. Don't so you stuff. so you kind of teach the laws behind. It. It's not just grabbing the gun and shooting, right? I mean, you teach. Well, it what, depends on what state you're in. Okay. <laughs> if you're yeah, in Texas, yeah, 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 if you're you in Texas, just grab the gun yeah, and shoot it. Yeah, yeah. You don't even need a uh, a concealed carry over there, right? They got yeah, open. Yeah, they have like open carry, so open. universal carry. Yeah, there's so many different yeah. options now. Yeah. But yeah, they, we do. We uh, we go over when you're doing concealed like carry. Like the laws to protect you, you know, as a person because yeah. i mean even though you have a gun it doesn't matter you know even though you're protecting yourself in an event you got to know what to do and how, and how the laws could still come after you that's you know? what that's what i didn't yeah. know and it's what he taught oh there's yeah. a lot of stuff that you goes get yourself it. in trouble thinking you're yes. protecting yourself for your Absolutely. loved one but you're really getting in trouble at the same time 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. you gotta know that law there's a big yeah. difference and just the the the, the the introduction to mm -hmm. use your firearm yes. in a situation yeah. uh, or, or you know the the number one step is you got to understand what state you're in because yeah. there are states out there like texas or like uh indiana i think mm -hmm. i believe mm -hmm. uh florida that are stand mm -hmm. your ground states we're not right a stand your ground right. state is they'll draw a line say you cross that line i'm, I'm fixing to shoot you you know sheriff comes around why'd you shoot him yeah. he crossed the line all yeah. right we'll have a great day you know it's yeah. something like that in yeah. illinois it's not like that at all in illinois you really have to yeah. have your life yeah. you know threatened mm -hmm. Well, Man, that's great. Well, that's that great. great. She, that she's been great. wanting to ask you that question ever yeah. since I told her that you were coming. Oh, yeah. Not hey, for your singing. Care of not for your singing with the Watch I would think. Not for your singing, not your acting, but oh, he teaches how to shoot guns. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's funny. My first, my first like, uh, large TV show required uh, me to hold the firearm and, and, and point oh, wow. at someone, right? Mm -hmm. And the firearm that I had was one I owned. So I'm over here like, clack, 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 boom, put it right there. Yeah. And they're all like, Wait, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? This was around the time that Alec Baldwin had I've shot, had shot the wow. um, his uh, co-star. Yeah. And uh, so it was huge on set. There's someone called, an I think it's called an, an armorer. An armorer. Uh -huh. Which is basically like a, an offshoot of a... Offshoot. See what I did there? Mm -hmm. Shoot. An offshoot <laughs> of, a, um, of a prop, a master prop. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, someone in prop staff. And this person's job, only job, is to handle the firearms, sign them all out, show them to everyone, make sure they're unarmed, mm -hmm. disarm them, remove the magazines, show everyone on staff and how to train them. That's mm -hmm. the only job they have. In this set, it was like they were, she was like 19 years old. Mm -hmm. And like she was holding the firearm like a dirty dish. And oh, I'm just sitting there wow. like, oh God. And then so when they saw that, they were like, oh, okay, he's cool. Mm -hmm. he, knows, he knows about a firearm too. Awesome. So speaking about shows, what shows have you been on? Um, right now, I am on this show called um, Cops. Um, I get arrested. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I'm on Rescue 911. <laughs> I got stuck in the toilet once. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so the most recent show that I'm on uh, is season two of a show called um, Don't Forget the Lyrics. So that's uh, actually a, a game show 
coming up on Fox. It's oh, on wow. every Tuesday. You can see your boy. Yes. Uh, 7 or 8 o'clock p.m. All right. So I think that one is going to be uh, premiering in August. Mm-hmm. August or September. August or September. Mm-hmm. End of August. End of August. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to give me, they gave me a window of when I was going to come out. Uh, before that was a show from Dick Wolf called FBI. Mm. I, I'm, I play a drug dealer. <laughs> I think I saw that one. You get killed? I do get killed. Yeah, yeah, like, I, mean, I, didn't get, I didn't get killed. I got shot. You got shot. <laughs> we don't know if you're dead or not. We just, just went, yeah, you went down. They, they, they did say I was in the hospital. <laughs> there's, there's hope that they're going to do a reunion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking like, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, did a couple of independent, uh, independent things as well. Um, currently working on writing a movie. Okay. Actually. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. It's a movie that we're working on called, called Juan Alpha. Juan mm-hmm. Alpha is a story. It's a. It's a. Well, I don't want to give a lot away because a lot of it's. Does, uh, does it have podcasters? Because we we will be in it. <laughs> if, you, if you need some podcasters, we're, we're gonna we're gonna write it in. Yeah. Now, now we're definitely gonna write it in. Uh, it, this it came about by me complaining. I was complaining. I've been loving with John. Have you seen John Leguizamo? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, One of my favorite show. actors, comedians, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Yeah. So John yeah. Leguizamo has this show about Latinos in America. I love mm-hmm. it because he's going to every big city and talk about why it's important for Latinos and for everyone mm-hmm. else to know us. Mm-hmm. And I've been really jealous. I'm going to be honest with you, jealous mm-hmm. that I'm seeing Wakanda. I'm seeing Black Panther. I'm mm-hmm. seeing crazy rich Asians. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing beef. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm thinking all like uh, all Asian cast. All black mm-hmm, cast, mm-hmm. all Middle Eastern ca- uh, mm-hmm. cast. Mm-hmm. Where is the Latino cast? Why? Yeah. Why is there no Latino? And we get things like Blood In and Blood Out. Yeah. <laughs> we get Scarface. Which is, which is Blood In and Blood West Out. Come on, that's a classic. That's a right classic, there. That's but a classic. It's a classic, but mm-hmm. Latinos go through other things besides drug dealing mm-hmm. and jail. Facts. We go Facts. through other things right. besides dancing, mm-hmm. right? You got movies, Salsa. Yeah. It's literally called Salsa, yeah. right? And every time uh, it's an all Latino cast, the Latinos have to look amazing. Like, Latinos have to look like you, you guys right here, yeah. like young, good looking, yeah. like you right. know, a sharp, right? That's right. Hold on, hold on. You heard that? <laughs> young and good looking. <laughs> all right, let's go. And the reality is, not every Latino is, uh, you know, Spanish fly. Not every mm-hmm. Latino is a drug dealer. Right. We don't always talk about mariachi. We don't mm-hmm. always eat tacos and rice. Mm-hmm. We don't. We go through regular schmegular stuff like yeah. everybody else does. So yeah. where's our movie? Yeah. They gave yeah. us. They gave us uh, Wakanda, and they put sub uh, uh, Namor. Namor. Yeah. His name is Namor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Submariner. Right. Mm-hmm. They gave him. They made him Latino. Right. Mm-hmm. He's not Latino. Mm. In the comic books, and I'm a comic book guy. He's mm. not Latino, but they're mm. like, "Hey, we need something for the Latinos. Give him, give him the water guy. Give him the water guy." Wow. Of all of them, they gave us the water guy. There's a joke behind. There's that a joke one. behind it. I'm not gonna go one. there. <laughs> they gave us the water guy, and they don't even give us the movie. They gave us uh, the villain or the villain, right? So, you know, always wanting to do a. Uh, uh, be a part of the Marvel universe or the you know even the mm-hmm. super, like the mm-hmm. superhero universe. Mm-hmm. I, I decided to come up with a, um, a Hispanic themed superhero movie. Uh, although one is coming out, one is coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called Blue Beetle. I think. That one looks good from DC. Uh, we're working on that now, and it's a comedy. So it's a comedy. I'm, I'm really okay. excited. Man, about that's it. great. Man. Yeah, it's called that One Alpha. Great. That is awesome to see that. Awesome, awesome. Any more questions? Huh? I thought you guys had questions. Well, I, no, I, I so kind of wanted to lay back and let them ask questions. This guy does so much. I mean, this guy does a lot, man. There's so many questions. There I mean, is a lot of questions. Yeah, so, there is. So I got a, I got a, I got a question. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So what made you fall in love with singing? 
how did how did you know you knew how to sing? Well, did honey, someone tell you? You're like, I yeah. can sing. I, here's the, here's I the, sang. Here's the disclaimer, honey. I'm sorry. I have to tell this story. No Auto tune. Listening. No. Uh, it was a girl. It was okay. a girl. That's okay. it. Okay. This is an easy one. So I still remember her name. I know exactly who she is too. Um, uh, I hope you're fat now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's probably watching this, bro. <laughs> I remember being in grammar school and I would go to church. Mm. It was Catholic church. And I remember uh, singing those very Catholic songs, mm -hmm. right? That are very, right? Mm. Very like uh, monk-ish, yeah. you know, very, mm -hmm. everyone sings like this song, right? <laughs> so we all, uh, so we go, I'd go all the time and I'd actually start going by myself. My parents, were, it was a little rough for them to go. They were busy, they didn't want to go, whatever. I'd go by myself. I'd walk to church to sit and I'd see her all the time. She went to my grammar school too. So I realized to get closer to her, I probably should join the choir. So I joined the choir and um, I started singing too. They had the choir open to all the kids and mm -hmm. sing. So every kid eventually had their turn to sing a song by themselves. And I still remember this line. I got kicked out of the choir for this. The line was, to you, Yahweh, I lift up my soul. Oh, my God. That's it. So when I get up there, I'm like, oh, people are listening. She's watching. To you, Yahweh, I lift up my soul. Oh, my God. Right? And I put that little, little oh, my. That it? Mm -hmm. Got kicked out. <laughs> what? That's not the way the song is. Put a little note? Mm -hmm. But it sounds good. That little riff. That little mm -hmm. riff. They didn't like it. So I get kicked out. Um... And then I ended up dating that girl's cousin, so that didn't work out. Oh, uh, as that didn't work out. Uh, and that's how I got into singing. That's how I knew I can actually hold a note. Okay. And uh, I got into, like, professional music, though, mm -hmm. the, the short story is, through uh, doing choreography for bands here in Chicago. Back when Merengue was big, all the, they did all the dance moves. Like, Are you the talking kids about, on the block. remember that club, Sapphires? Yes, yeah. that was a, that was, I was 16 yeah. years old in Sapphires. <laughs> you were 16 years old in Sapphires. I was 16 wow. in Sapphires. I remember I made out with one of the Gogol. Oh, wait, you know what? Let me just, uh, 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 anyway. That was before he was married, guys. That, that was, was way, way. way. Before. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was, I was drinking water yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah. So um, the story goes that their main choreographer like quit or something and they, they I was doing dance groups like folklorico like so dancing to songs from you know Jay Rivera and you know DLG and uh, doing you know numbers for them you know right. and going to the festivals and dancing with kids so I was kind of like 15 14 16 around that mm -hmm. time they're like hey man can you do our choreography I started doing their choreography mm -hmm. uh, it was a band called Meren Banda Meren, mm -hmm. it was all merengue so one day one of their singers didn't show up and I just filled in and I solidified my spot from there on. Wow. That's when I was 16 years old. I was at Sapphire, being out there Sapphire. with overgrown clothes. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. hey. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, you, you talked about church. Yeah. How is your walk with, with the Lord and Savior? Right now, it's in a, it's in a kind of a weird place. Um, I grew up Catholic, very Catholic. Not necessarily extraordinarily practicing Catholic, but... I went to a Catholic preschool, Catholic elementary school, Catholic high school, and Catholic college. I graduated from DePaul University, Catholic oh, college. Wow. So after DePaul, um, I craved more. And I, I don't know, I think it was I dated somebody at that time that were, they were like, just come with me to my church. Just come with me because I know you go to yours. And just come with me to mine. So I ended up going and I just remember hearing the music. And I just dropped, boom, and just started 
bawling, just tears. I felt like I haven't felt it real until this. And it just started bawling, bawling, bawling. And then that's when I first realized, I don't think I'm getting the message that I need. So I started attending, uh, New Life was one of them. I started attending mm -hmm. them. I started, uh, I checked out Manata. I checked out, mm -hmm. I forgot that, uh, I think it's Aguilas de Dios. I think that was another one I mm -hmm. checked out because one of my bandmates was there. So I went there a couple times. Mm -hmm. um, City Lights, I checked out mm -hmm. City Lights. So I was hopping around, <laughs> like a little, <laughs> I was hopping around from place to place. Mm -hmm. No, I don't like you. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm very, I feel like I'm very sensitive mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. uh, want to sound like I'm bad mouthing like church culture but I'm very sensitive to drama mm -hmm. the second I feel it I'm, I don't mm -hmm. want to be there anymore mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you get things like feeling you get a lot of churches that mm -hmm. uh, like they're they act a little cultish mm -hmm. the second you walk in I get you're trying to mm -hmm. be welcoming and comforting mm -hmm. to me mm -hmm. because you've never seen me before but this might be a place that's jarring for me. Right. Where if I'm going and I'm just mm -hmm. going, I'm saying, God, mm -hmm. take me. Mm -hmm. And you stay there, you say, hold up. Yeah. It's kind of like you're the gatekeeper. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like you're saying, you need to talk to me before you mm -hmm. get in here. That's mm -hmm. what it feels like. Mm -hmm. And that could be my stuff. That could be my trauma mm -hmm. or my backstory. Right. So all these places were like, hey, how are you? First time here, nice to meet you. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, hey, nice to meet yeah. you. And then I went to a place that, um, I just remembering, where I saw on the projector screen, it says, if you are not baptized, you cannot receive the, the Eucharist, mm. which makes a lot of sense for that religion, but that bothered me because mm. you don't know where any people came from, right. but you're telling them in a projector, mm. hey, don't walk up here if you haven't done this, mm. which that's their rules and I get it, but mm. it felt very like- Yeah, I don't like that myself. Yeah, I don't like, yeah. it felt very like, you know? Yeah. The one thing I did like about it, uh, one of the places I, I did go to was that they were biblical in philosophy, which meant they went through the Bible from mm -hmm. one to to a hundred. That's good. That's every good. day they did a verse, and they went through each and every verse, mm -hmm. and they started off with a a goal and then takeaways. Like this is what we're trying to teach you. These are mm -hmm. the takeaways from it in your life, mm -hmm. and that I did like. I did like mm -hmm. a lot. That's where I'm at recently. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Just know that the church is a hospital, mm -hmm. and everybody's coming in there broken. Even the people that are there serving, they're broken, and that's why we're there. We're there. We're there to get closer. Yeah. And and I'm not gonna say network, but we're there to to love on each other, yeah. to remind ourselves no one's perfect. Yeah. We serve a perfect one. So just want to put that out there. I love you. Catching I, it. So so Matthew Lion, mm -hmm. where do you see yourself in the next? Five years. Five years. Um, because we're, we're coming in five years, because I believe this podcast, Flavor yeah. Flavor Podcast, yeah. will be around for many, many, many years. So we're going to come back to this and say, yo, mm -hmm. he said this five oh, years man. ago. Now I got to put the money where the mouth is, right? Mm -hmm. uh, five years from now. Um, believe it or not, although I've done relatively decent, I guess, recently in comparison in acting, um, I see my acting career being a little more robust, hopefully. Um, I want to get this... Gotcha, man. Those I know. Uh, the Buzz Boricos yeah. are out there with the Hondas, <laughs> bro. <laughs> anyway, um, I see the, the acting stuff going a little bit, being more, a little more robust. I'm, I'm a firm believer in if you don't have opportunities, make them. So that's why we're, we're, we're writing this, this film. And I see this film um, doing relatively well mm -hmm. because I feel like we don't have it. We don't, it's a niche. Just like... Flavor is, you know, mm -hmm. flavor is, is, is a niche, mm -hmm. I believe. Um, and I think it needs, it, it, it answers a calling. 
yes. as this mo- as the as the mo- as the film does. Uh, as far as music is concerned, I've always been a um, I always loved the city, and I'm gonna continue to do music wherever I fit in. But as far as original work, uh, I the work I've been doing in music has mostly been uh, like polka dot, you know, helping people with their projects, writing for people, uh, performing on you know a, a festival or two. You know, it hasn't been as robust as I'd like mm-hmm. it to be, as it was, because oh, mm-hmm. I can't even get up the stairs on the on the stage anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't dance like I used to. I get down on stage though. Yeah. I just feel it the next day. Right. Um, but uh, as far as I, I would say, it's a lot more heavily involved in acting, mm. and um, I'm trying to make money without actually physically having to work. Mm. That's big for me. So I think I, I could see myself doing a lot more entrepreneurial ventures, you know, and, and investing. Uh, specifically, I'm I'm I'm, I'm creating a a, a, a new uh, what do they call these things? A, a new invention. Mm-hmm. It's a new invention. Is that the, I'm gonna put it in airports, right? It, it wipes mm-hmm. your butt when you're done. Okay. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't think you, you should. Ever, ever, <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. No. You ever seen these people that always have some new idea they're talking about? Uh, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy that always has a new. That's why, like, even hearing you say mm-hmm. the things from my past, I'm thinking to myself, like, dang, there's no through line. There's just a lot of things that I've done in my life. And the older I get, the more I look back at that and I say, uh, where's the meat? Where's the meat? Where, where, I can look at you and say, this is what you do. That's, that's what, you know? How many people do you know have done five or 10 different things and they've been relatively okay at them? What's that, Jack of all trades? Jack of all trades. That's that's mm-hmm. our guy, uh, Franco. Jack of all trades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever he puts his mind to, he does it. Yeah. It might take him a while, but he's going to get there. <laughs> he's going to get there. Yeah, but Jack of all, Jack of all trades, mm-hmm. but master of none. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the part that gets me in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the feels. Mm-hmm. All my son to look at me and be like, hey, my dad does this. Mm-hmm. Instead, he's like, hey, puppy, what does your dad do? I saw him on TV once. <laughs> he's out. <laughs> I saw him on stage singing once. Oh, he wrote a book, too. Oh, he teaches guns. He doesn't, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. It, it almost sounds scatterbrained. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna say, you know, you're in, into entertainment and whatnot. Yeah. Do you see your kid uh, following in those footsteps? The, the, I mean, how, have you been that type of parent that'll force that upon your kid or anything? Yeah, um, I'm a very big proponent of uh, natural consequences. So. Mm. Whatever the world hits you with and whatever mm-hmm. you gravitate towards, mm-hmm. I'm not going to shove down your throat. Um, and what I have been noticing is mm-hmm. that he has kind of goldfish syndrome, which is he'll start on it and then it doesn't, it's not shiny anymore. So he's mm-hmm. over here, he started on it, it's not shiny anymore. He goes mm-hmm. over here. And I don't want to be that dad that says, no, you started it, you're going to yeah, finish it. Right. I don't want to do that to him, but yeah. I feel like I kind of have to. He just bought him a keyboard because mm-hmm. he was like, oh, I want to be, I want to do producing. And I see mm-hmm. him rapping all the time. Yeah. Terrible rapping. But no, no, I don't mean like. Your wife is going to get you mean, for that, man. <laughs> I don't mean That's like, it. I don't mean like him being a rapper. Mm-hmm. I mean like him reciting other people's songs. Oh, okay, okay. And the music he's listening mm-hmm. to, you know, okay. I'm old. Like mm-hmm. every older generation looks at yeah. the kids' music and is just like, "That's trash." Yeah, yeah. 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 why don't you listen? Yeah. To, listen yeah. to like the hip, mm-hmm. the heavy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know. Well, Matthew, uh, man, thank you for coming down. Man, it was a pleasure. Thank you for being thank here. You, thank man. you for for. Uh, we don't see each other much. Mm-hmm. 
but I know you always got my back. 100%, you, man. I said this earlier, you were there with one of my darkest moments. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about that dark moment. <laughs> but you were there. You were, you were actually there. And you actually came to my house. You actually did what you had to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got there. And I thank you for, for being there. And I've, I've always thought about that, that yeah. you came to the house. You went up those three flights of stairs. My <laughs> wife knows those stairs were crazy. Mm. And, and you, you went in there and you spoke to me and, and you uh, you poured into me and I, and I love you for that, bro. I, I really do. You, thanks for thank you. thanks for bringing that up. Um, I, I that reminds me of a situation. Uh, uh, I know you probably got to get going, but uh, this reminds me of something. Um, I went to a family dinner once. I went to the family dinner. We're all eating, and now mind you, these are mm-hmm. I say family, but this is their family. I'm mm-hmm. not a part of their family. Mm-hmm. There's like one or two brothers and there's cousins, and whatever. It's like ten of us, fifteen of us, something like that. And we're eating, uh, oh my God, it's a good caldo. It's like, uh, it's a Mexican thing. I forget mm-hmm. what they call it. It's menudo? The, it, might be men, uh, it might be menudo, it might mm-hmm. be pozole. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, pozole. So they're eating that, boy, and then they're just getting involved. Everybody's talking and talking. And then, but you could feel like a thickness in the air of tension. Ooh. Until I find out after the fact, because I'm always joking, pulling stuff out of people. Right. And there's certain places you don't go when there's certain things on the table. Mm-hmm. And this family in particular was a family that was that had recently lost a baby. So this toddler was playing outside and was and was murdered. Uh, it was shot by a stray bullet. And that was what was in the air, right? So the father of that baby was right where you are to me. And he was, as you could just tell, he was tense. And it was a hard time for him to be with family without his child. Right. First time out since. Mm-hmm. So he was, you know, pulling him back a little yeah. bit. And out of nowhere, because I'm not the praying type with people, because you know there, there's 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 this group of people. Uh, I don't say group of people. Uh, a lot of a lot of Christians they they believe in laying hands on someone, pray. Mm-hmm. And I don't do that because sometimes I I don't know mm-hmm. if that's okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so something came over us, and we decided to lay hands on this family, and don't know why. Never done this before in my life, and everyone room just starts pouring just crying 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 and i'm not talking about just like tears mm-hmm. i'm talking about wailing wailing you know and the guy i was with who brought me to this thing mm-hmm. was somebody i probably went out with two or three times and he said hey, come to my family's house mm-hmm. it was like that and ended up there um i say all that to say that i i'm a strong, a strong believer in, in in no matter what your alliances allegiances mm-hmm. um you know the type of way you were brought up um being a good person should be equalizer for everyone just doing the right thing and being a good person i think oftentimes we forget i know i do too i do a lot we forget that there's an easy roadmap to it Mm -hmm. right and that's our relationship with god that's an easy roadmap right it's always there for us and um i oftentimes forget about it and and i think that experience that we had together was one of those things where just something said hey um you need to be there and and i think you've done that for me a lot of times too so thank you for that. Love you, love you. So, Matthew Lyon, Mantavo, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. have flavor. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> wow. Hey, bro, I was out, too. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, do I get to keep this? So real quick, we need to close this up with some some uh, some segments. Yeah. Uh, what made you write the song, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I was always a fan of Weird Al Yankovic back mm-hmm. in the days. Weird Al is a period a parody singer, um, and uh, I would always do it. I, and my wife hates it, hates it. But I'd always do it. I'd always change the words of songs to make them funny. Um, 
like for example Rihanna right uh, I don't know what you started I just came here and whatever so my my version was this <laughs> I don't know what you started I just walked here and farted like stuff like that you know it's <laughs> always changing the words and then um uh I love you Papi came out from mm-hmm. JLo and then while cooking one day it just came out um and then I think the person I was dating at the time said you should make the, a song into that and then I did and I just got a bunch of my friends together and we made the song together and it went viral. It went viral before viral was viral. Mm-hmm. Had I known then what I know now, mm. uh, this, things would have been very mm. different. But I didn't really see it as, oh, this is something I can do. I would have been a millionaire, bro. Mm. Anyway, but I did it and it was fun. And I had a lot of kids come to me, hey, you're a double guy. <laughs> cool, right. cool. So one more thing, one more thing. Can you do something for our viewers? Mm. Can you give something... I'm asking you to give something away now. Give something away. Give something away. A percentage. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 5%, 10%, 2% mm-hmm. on your on your course of... Uh, oh, 100%, okay. man. Here, I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. If you guys mention Flavor Podcast, $25, that's a lot for this class. So $25 off of your entire uh, concealed carry course certification. So sorry if you're not from the state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. Illinois. But uh, you get $25 off of your class, and that's that's for just if you mention Flavor Podcast. All right. Come All on, right. now. Come that's on, somebody. Good. So yes. on that, put your hands together for Matthew Lion Montano. Yay. Thank you, guys. You guys are amazing, man. I Thank believe you. We got a really quick, uh, really quick uh, bless up. All right, all right, bless up. <laughs> you looked around like you didn't know what he was doing. Who's <laughs> doing it? Um, okay, so uh, this bless up goes to Humble Heart. It's an organization that helps families that don't really have anything, right? Uh, the name of the founder is Carolyn um, Boyd, and what she does is she provides items to people that don't have the ability to purchase them, right? Things like uh, clothing, food, uh, hygiene. Um, so, Bless up to hum, uh, Humble Hearts. <laughs> Humble Hearts organization. <laughs> All right. So I got the last word, final word, and then we're going to go to uh, LD. JC, we still miss you. We sure do. Uh, but LD's, LD's holding it up. Uh, final word. God, you never know. I have no idea right now, to tell you the truth. Because I had something in mind, and being Matthew being here and me just saying, what I went through and he was there is just taking me somewhere else right now. But be good to your friends. Be good to your friends. Because they're going to be good to you as well. LD, take it over. All right, all right. So make it quick. Um, you know, our Face Strong gear has Philippians 4.13, which it says. Uh, <laughs> I could do all things, things through Christ, Christ who strengthens me. me. So um, each challenge that I have in my life, I see as a storm. Because a storm has a beginning and an end, right? So during that storm, I make sure that I hold on to God's hand. He's like, hey, dame toda la fuerza, give me strength. Right? So you indulge into this deep conversation with him. And by the time that he tells you, look up, the storm is not there no more. Why? Because you were so deep into that conversation with him. He was helping you throughout the whole storm. So when things get tough, you're tougher. Remember that. Awesome. All right, that's so deep. JC, I miss you. Yeah. You got to do JC. JC, she's forgetting your thing. What is it? Well, you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. So JC, I don't even like you. <laughs> I don't even know who you are. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm, I'm here in your chair right now, and it stinks. I'm just saying. It smells like rotten acapurias. That's what it smells like to me. So I'm going to say flavor out. Out. Yes. <laughs>